What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Anticreates Podcast. My name is Alex Kratz, and today we have part two of my conversation with Jay Real. So obviously this is a little different, um, but we're going to kind of cut into where I we left off in the last conversation with Jay. So if you haven't checked out the last episode with Jay, that was last week's episode, part one of this conversation about breaking into the industry and networking. It was a lot about networking, and um, and we touched on you know being a good hang, being somebody that people want to have around, because people... People can train you in uh, technical aspects, but if you can't be a good hang, if you if they don't like being around you to train you, then they're not going to really want you around. So we talked about that. We talked about being attentive and going the extra mile to kind of make good impressions. And the fact that you only have one chance to make a good impression, to make a good first impression, um, and that could go a long, long way. So, you know, we talked about that. We talked about things like having solutions, not just kind of stopping the conversation when when there's problems and and um, you know being helpful in that way going the extra it's kind of going the extra mile same kind of thing so we talked about that and then we also just talked about the willingness to learn and being a keener and and actually wanting to learn and showing that you're trying to learn the more that you help yourself the more that somebody is going to be willing to help you so we talk about all the, the all those good things in the in part one of this conversation so go back check that out make sure you've listened to that podcast um, and then some of this will make a lot more sense um, because we some of the things we get a little vague on here because we've already talked about it in the previous episode. But there's lots of great value in this part as well. It was just a really long, great conversation with Jay, so I figured I would split it up. So this is part two. Thank you again to Jay for being on the podcast. It was great to have you around. And as I said in the first one, this is not going to be the end of these more discussion-style topics with some of these guys. I've got Malcolm coming back for some more. Jay's going to come back for some more. Stuff like that. I just like these conversation styles, and see you guys seem to like them as well. So we're going to be doing more of them where we just kind of discuss stuff. So be sure to send me questions and comments on Twitter at Anna Creates or on Instagram or on my website and let me know what you think or if you have any questions or anything you would like us to discuss on the podcast, uh, please let me know and I will bring it to the attention of these fine folk that I have here on the podcast. So anyway, without further ado, roll the intro and let's enjoy the second half of this conversation with Jay Real about breaking into the industry and networking. Okay, for people breaking into the industry and kind of working their way in as a new producer, a new engineer, a new artist, mm-hmm. new player, because as we've kind of said, it's all basically the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of tips do you have besides what we've already kind of talked about? But like, where do you start with your networking? What you're you're brand new. You are you know liking making music. You're in your basement. You're getting pretty good at it. Right. But like, what do you? Where do I start? Where do you go? After you know, that? Google. Um, it. Yeah, Google it. <laughs> Just Google well, if you Googled it, it you'd land on this podcast, and now what do we tell them, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so we are the Google That's answer true. at this Fair point. enough. Okay. It's coming to a town near you yeah, soon. soon. Uh, but like, you know, I've, I've, because I get questions like this, like, where do I start? How do I get in and like start making a career or just a prosperous hobby for myself? Okay, and, fair enough. And so you think about that for a second. One of the things that I did mm-hmm. when I first started um, because this was the only thing I knew what, how to do is I had Googled, <laughs> uh, studios and yeah. I had found the swamp and I knew about that Ryan had, uh, was working at La McQuaid in right. Stratford. Yeah. So I went 
and my mom loves this story, <laughs> but uh, it, it ties into good networking. Yeah. This is where I'm going with this. Um, I knew Ryan worked at Lama Quaid, and yeah. I was this 13-year-old kid, and Ryan had this whole, you remember Ryan back in those days, oh, yeah. like, you know, dark, slicked back hair, piercings, like Shade. shades, like the cool worked dude out. worked out. Whoa. He's a big guy, yeah. you know, <laughs> like the cool dude. And he was the guy at Lama Quaid, like he was the guy that knew recording and yeah. he like, and so to me, I would go to Lama Quaid and I did my, my guitar lessons there and I was there all the time. And I was like, he was this, I was like, Oh my God, like, he's there all the he's time. He's the guy. Yeah. yeah. And I was, I was like, I really want to learn how to record, but I don't know where to start. And he is part of the swamp and I see him. Okay. So I could go ask him. So I had to, I, I don't know how many times my mom says we went a bunch of times. I don't know what, but I would go and she, I was like, can you like introduce me to Ryan or cause mom knew Ryan yeah. because she had to deal with books. She's a piano teacher. So right. she would have to deal with the staff there. And she said, no, she wouldn't. I had to go talk to Ryan. So we went in a number of That's times where I would walk around and I was had to work up the nerve to be like, hey, man, can I come to your studio? Because <laughs> right. I, I, I didn't know. I was a young kid. I had no right. idea what the... And she wouldn't... We, and I don't know. She must have gone there with me a few times. And finally, I got up enough nerve and went to Ryan right. and asked him if, you know, I'm getting into recording and would I be able to come check out the studio? Yeah. And of course... It was Ryan and he's, you know, this big guy, but he's a teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> yeah. it's, that's very true. And sure enough, he's like, yeah, come on out. We're like, come out this weekend or whatever. And yep. so, you know, but I think, and frankly, now that I'm in that same position and I have people, if people's parents email me or somebody emailed me, I go, cool, get them to email me. I'm not dealing with other people's parents. And my mom still tells like her students, her students' parents, they'll ask her and like, oh, my son's really into recording. Would he, would Alex be able to talk to him? And mom's like, yep, you can Google him. He's online and get him to email him. And, and Alex would be happy to answer the questions. Yeah. And it's the exact same philosophy because I had to go through that. And it made, one, me more confident. Yeah. But two, it made a better impression. It wasn't my mom asking Ryan and you guys. Very it was, smart. It was me going to him and, and I think. Way to go, mama. I, right. That was a good move. Good lesson. No, It true. was a good lesson. True. And I, I. I value that and I think that that's such an important thing because because I do see it now where people's parents try and help them out or, or other connections. Yeah. It's an introduction is one thing where you don't know somebody or whatever and you go, "Hey, here's my buddy Jay." Yeah. Because we're at the bar and here's Jay. Yeah. But you still have to actually ask them what you need to ask them. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's the same kind of thing. Um and and I really think that that's a good way to begin networking and I started by asking the only person that I knew, which was the guy who I found had a studio and worked on McQuaid where I go all the time for my guitar lessons. <laughs> and that's where I started. That's how you and, got started. And, that, and it went from Ryan to you to a bazillion musicians that I met at the yeah. Swamp to you guys recommending me to Oyart to all the people I met at Oyart to the, that then got me to Noble, Noble Street, Street that then got me all the people <laughs> in Noble Street. And that's where it all, it all started from that one connection, yeah. technically, yeah. of me asking Ryan, can I come to check out the studio? And yeah. I made a good impression, which means I actually got to come out and got taken under the wing. Absolutely. And made great coffee. <laughs> Back to the coffee. coffee. <clears throat> yeah. So first step one is, is learn how to make coffee. Step two is network <laughs> networking. Um, so yeah. So that's one of the things that I think for somebody getting started, that's a big lesson for Absolute. me. That's um, brilliant. And your mom, that your mom was smart to do that. Yeah. I, I, 
you know you don't you don't think so when you're 12 but no because you're it's just like <laughs> i want to i want to meet this guy but i really don't know him and yeah I, but and it was a smart smart move absolutely. and I, I am very thankful for that yeah and it it frankly ever since then i never had that problem ever again because as soon as i did it once and made that first connection and it's easy it was simple yeah then when it was you know brian me and brian were at the studio and it was like oh yeah jay's gonna come oh cool can i meet jay yeah. Yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> Jay, how's it going? You know. Who are you? Who are I'm you? Alex. I'm Alex. <laughs> you make good coffee. All right, great. You're the guy that got me the coffee a minute ago. Yeah, that was me. How did you know what I took? Well, I asked Ryan. Oh, okay. Actually, if I remember, you were getting an award for, uh, what was the Stratford uh, Outstanding Achievement? Or I, I can't remember what the title of the, was that the uh, Best Western? Oh, I and you invited me to come. You were it was a Stratford member. Was it? It was the summer company thing. That's it. Because you were my you were my mentor with the business. That's right. I did a business program, and I remember yeah. I I told the coffee story when yes. I got up to speak. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's <laughs> that's <funny>. true. <laughs> it's true. So anyway, so that's my my piece of advice. So what? Oh boy. One kind of doesn't have to be networking, but no, just how to get into how the, to get into the industry, into the business. Something, something, a takeaway, a key takeaway. A takeaway. <laughs> um, well, you know, we've touched on most of it, but I think the main thing is the networking. Like, for example, if you're if you're a player mm-hmm. and you want to start networking and meet other players or meet bands, sure, you can put a ad on Facebook and you know whatever. Hey, need a drummer and or you could start going to these house jams where mm-hmm. they get you up to play and meet the band, meet that band, meet that keyboard player, talk to this gentleman, right. hand them your business, get business cards, mm-hmm. have a website. That's two things you need to do right Especially off the nowadays, get-go. Yeah. You, yep. need, you need somewhere for them to see you, hear you. It doesn't have to be fancy. No. Nope. It just has to be able to could be one page. They can contact you. Yep. But they, but it's like, oh, it's like me coming up to somebody and going, okay, I'm a drummer and I like to really play a lot. Yeah. Okay. And it's like, well, if you, can I hear anything? Well, no, I don't have anything that you can hear, but I'm good. It, trust me. <laughs> and that's, a, but, but you literally, that's a, a very important thing. Right. Is proving it. Yeah. It's like, can, can I hear say, something? I, no. I engineer well, great records. Cool. Can I hear something? Well, nothing's out. Yeah. I don't really have anything you can. Okay. Play. So. As as a as a drummer, You're as done. a musician, go to those coffee shop gigs. Go to let offer them to see play you. for for free or for less or for to just help out to, to get fill there, in yeah. to get in. As an engineer, make records, make your own records, make your friends' records. Yes, to get stuff under your belt. I did a million of those. Yeah, we've all you know. Oh boy, oh boy. Yeah, yeah. I did too. Yeah. Especially when you know when I first started. This is slightly off topic, but not really. But when I first started the studio. Uh, of course, I played a bit of bass, played a bit of guitar, noodled at keyboards, and sang and played drums. And but I would offer up, I would do whatever it took mm. just to keep. Let's go, let's make, let's create, let's do whatever. And then I quickly realized, no, uh, I'm not going to do all of this stuff for free anymore. Right. There's a point when it's like I've kind of paid my dues. I'm not saying I'm the guru of all blah blah blah, but there's a point when it's like if I don't charge him to play drums on it he's mm. gonna have to pay somebody else totally so then i eventually kind of after oh, yeah. after paying my dues i started clamping down actually <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of times like when it was a, a smaller paying session like you know a band would come in and say hey we want to record six songs but we only got three hundred dollars grandma you know or whatever yeah and 
And then at that point, as the studio owner, I need to decide whether I want to invest two days of time for that money, yeah. which I usually or, or you'd usually make twice or sometimes three times that money doing yeah. that kind of work. But then you have to make a decision at that point. Do you want to do it or don't, don't you want to do that? And that was perfect for the intern. Yeah. And I'd come to you a lot of times and say, okay, here's the deal. It only pays $300. I'm going to take $150. I'll leave you $150, but it's going to take you two days. Are you interested? Yeah. And then I'd use the $150 to pay for the hydro and the internet or totally. whatever. But I was up front with you about it. It's like, it doesn't pay a lot. I know that. You're worth way more. We're all worth way more than this, but it's a gig. But at the same time, at that point, I was still... I was in that position where I couldn't really call the shots because it was like, if somebody, if I said, Hey, I'll record your band a thousand bucks. They go, cool. Can I hear some stuff? Well, no, I I don't have anything, but you're my first one, (laughs) but but I'm worth a thousand dollars. They'd be like, yeah, nice try. Yeah. I was at that point where it was like 150 bucks. Great. That's at least not nothing. Yeah. To be able to like do something of, of like something to something and I would go way over the top and try to make it the best sounding See, thing you're a I keener. had ever I knew done. that I'm right from the get-go you were w- yeah. way above and beyond and but that's how you that's frankly how you get in there because now I had something under my belt so then the next gig when I was trying to I'd be like well no I, I, now I want 200 I want 200 and then 300 and then 400 exactly and you know then we get to now now it's now I you, you have more pick and choose exactly. whatever like it's like sorry if you have a hundred bucks, but you have know, to pay your dues. You have to and pay the, your dues. That's starting out, whether it's networking, engineering, learning your instrument, production, whatever, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, cleaning toilets, doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Making Every, coffee. You have to, making coffee or whatever, you know, of farming the field. Like you still have to pay your dues. You yep. don't just get on a tractor and go, oh, I don't know how to do this. No, you got to be trained yep. on how low the harrow's got to go or what, uh, you know, there's, there's elements of any job that, you just don't get, yeah. But that's part of the paying the dues. And so, so part of that networking is kind of part of that, you know. Mm-hmm. Where, but a lot of times too, you'll come full circle because, like, you and I become best friends. Yeah. And and Ryan as well. And but it, it all stemmed from us hanging at the studio. Yeah. And and we're all off doing our own careers and doing our own things, but yet. I still call you with Pro Tools questions every once in a while. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I hit a button and something. I don't know. I can't. Uh, I wanna. And, you yeah. know, and you're more efficient on certain things at it than I am. And yeah. I, there's certain areas where I might know a little bit more than you or there's yeah. certain areas that Ryan knows. Yeah. But it's still all part of that network because we all we all learn from that. You you got your start with Ryan and and. And then subsequently through that met me and, yeah. and I helped and took you under my wing as well. But much like my buddy Alan Roger did for me yep. when I was 25 years old, you know, he took me under his wing and and taught me how to write songs and he had a real drastic different approach to things, but it's good. Yep. I will say this, never, and it doesn't get matter if it's engineering, production, music, creating, writing, I don't care, video yep. editing. Yep. Doesn't matter. Changing tires, whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, never miss an opportunity to be creative because I learned aspects of what I know now from Alan. Yeah. I learned aspects of what I know now from other engineers and other bands. I've learned aspects, you know, when you first, like back to what you're saying, you do your first record and it's like, Oh, okay, there's my first one. And now you go back and listen to it like 40 years later. It's like, that's terrible. Yeah. But 
at that time. At the time, yeah. but but it's all a learning process. And these people that you network with and become friends with, uh, everybody has something to offer you. Mm-hmm. It might be good, might be bad, doesn't matter. Both but, of them are equally as valuable, frankly. Actually, you know, it's true. So Because you learn not to do that yep. or whatever. So you're always yep. learning constantly. But the networking bit, key to, again, it's key to not only just know your instrument or know what it is and spend time learning that, but you're always, again, you're never going to stop learning. Yeah. But the key is being a great hang. Yeah. Don't be cocky. That's the worst. Even if you know the answer, here's an interesting tip. I know we're trying to wrap it up, but I'm not going to stretch it. (laughs) Jerry Lysky, who was the manager for Farmer's Daughter, and I played with him for eight years, seven years, something like that. And he told me something that was very key. Uh, When he was down in Nashville talking to some of these record companies trying to get a deal, he would ask the question that he already knew the answer to. Yeah. But he was engaging this other person. The other person felt, oh, I can help this guy out and teach him some things. And they offer up a lot of information. Yeah. Now, some of the stuff he already knew, but it, but same thing with when you're networking or into a new job. Even though you know the answer, sometimes it's still good to ask the question because it shows that you want to know. Yep. And even if, say, one other engineer does something differently, you never come up and go, well, I would never do that. I'd do this because this. No, 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 oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Remember that good hang part? That's part of it, 100%. Know when to say something and know when not to. That's and most key. of the time, it's not to. <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> and, and, but, you know, what you said, never, never miss an opportunity to be creative. And I, I would go a step further and never miss an opportunity to learn. Yes. Be, regardless, the amount of stuff, like I worked on a, a record, a Drake record. Yeah. And I spent hours with 40, his, his producer, engineer, or whatever. Yeah. And we, it was, we just kind of hung out half the time, like yeah. he was working and whatever. And I learned so, so much yeah. by sitting there, listening to him talk, poking at like the odd question, but mostly sitting there listening to him work, watching him work the odd question and then just letting him ramble. Yeah. And that's a, that's a genre I don't work on right. very much. That didn't matter. The amount of stuff that I learned that I still use to this day in rock and roll music, it's all it's it all, all applies. All applies, and it, you know it. It same thing that I learned from Lenny and, and talking to Lenny. When I could get Lenny to start talking, when Lenny started talking, I mean it's the same with you, frankly. You <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you could just get the conversation rolling, mm-hmm. you can learn so much. But if you shut it down by going, "Oh yeah, no, I've done that," they yeah. go, "Go cool." So End of conversation. The game last night, like, uh, and that's it. But if you yeah. can go, oh, really? And they feel like, yeah, yeah I don't know. And they start talking. And you're like, okay, I know f- the first four steps you're going to tell me right now, but then you step five and six, it starts deviating. It's a thing you've never heard, and you're like, yeah. oh. And then you start learning some stuff that you would never have gotten to if you had asked a question because yeah. you didn't even know this existed. Mm-hmm. That was that's to me the biggest way of learning. Always oh, was big time because you're because you're being a good hang and you're just kind of being there and letting them talk. Yeah, listen. <laughs> yeah, that's key. Key. Actually, listen, and you 
will gain so much knowledge and also they'll come away going, man, I really like that guy. And you're like, I didn't say a damn thing. I got him a coffee and that was it. That's why. Though. But yet that will get you way further than going, oh, yeah, no, 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 I've, I've worked on this record and I've done that. And I've, oh, I've used all those mics. Yeah. People are going to go, well, cool. You clearly don't need me then. Yes. Yeah. The, I, amount of, the amount of opportunities that I got after some of my biggest records that I worked on and then I would go to some small band and I got a ton of opportunities from that, not because I bragged about the big records that I worked on, but yeah. because I was like, yeah, no, sure. What do you want to do? And they would eat it up and they would give me every opportunity they could think of. Right. And they would, <clears throat> those were great. Those yeah. were great. And I didn't brag about what I'd worked on. No. And no. it got me way further than probably if I had. That's key. <laughs> it's know? absolutely key. So, yeah, you know, it is. I, I think, I, I think that that's, I remember a, a funny, point. here's a funny little <clears throat> story with Alan. And again, I was just out of Oyart. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe a year or two. And I just started the studio. So I was still on my own. I didn't really work with any other producers so much at that point. Right. And I remember going to work with Al and I was just blown away because we'd write and record, mix, master a song in like six hours. And I'd be standing <laughs> in the back shaking going, what just happened? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I thought you're supposed to sit down and pen a song and grab your guitar and hit your cheek chord and then write it down. Yeah. Not in Al's worlds. Yeah. You'd hit record and jam for 20 minutes, cut the tape up and there's a song in there. And yeah. it blew my mind. Like we recorded the song. I didn't even, I had no idea we were even recording. Yeah. But I remember something very clearly because again, I was just out of engineering school. So, you know, I had the pencil behind the ear. Everything yeah. was very technical. You measure the, the phasing and you measure the distance between them. If it's three to one rule and blah, 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 the rules, right? Yeah. That doesn't necessarily always apply depending on the genre. Sometimes, yeah. And it's not, I mean, you want stuff to be in phase. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, saying oh, it's okay if it's out of phase no it is bad if it's out of phase but <laughs> yeah 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 but um but when he went to mix i'll never forget this and this is my first session with the guys and uh and again i'm still like in the back shaking going what happened we got a song here and i didn't even know it was happening like it blew my mind yeah but i knew i wanted to work with this guy more because it's like he's got a lot to show me yeah i knew after that first session i was hooked it's like oh my god this is a whole backwards way of doing this. To you, to a backwards me. way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. it's not right or wrong. You can do it as long as the job gets done. Doesn't matter. I don't care if it's pink, yellow, blue, red, or it doesn't matter. Yeah. As long as it's done. Yeah. And, and so he really opened my eyes to that. But we went to mix. So we were all done. And he, and he spent literally 15 minutes putting the... Put a okay, throw the data in. I think we're done. And I was in the back and I said, oh, of course, right out of engineering school. Oh, aren't you going to like solo the kick and the bass and sweep the mids and just, you know, and he, and he stopped the tape and he turned around and looked at me and he goes, why is there something you can't hear? <laughs> I went, well, no, I can hear everything. And he goes, well, I mean, if you want to, you knock yourself out. And he stepped away from the board. Right. He goes, yeah, if you want to go sweep mids and do whatever you got to do and knock yourself out. 
And I'm thinking to myself, oh, did I offend him? I hope, it, of course, first, then I learned very quickly, you can't offend Alan. Yeah. <laughs> you just can't. But it's, some people that would have offended them and you would have been gone. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. But he just, no. And I was just simply like the kid in the back, like, yeah, hey, like, don't you? Like, I just remember school and you're supposed to EQ and you mix did and step stuff. step one and two and my, my notes say step three is to start doing. Yeah. Well, you yeah. never did step three or four or what's, you know. Yeah. But that was his way of doing it. But when he turned around and said, why is there something you can't hear? And it's like, yeah, I can hear everything. I, good point. Yeah. Uh, I guess you don't have to do that all the time. But I learned that from him. Yeah. And I, and I like, yeah, he had so much to show me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, now, of course, I don't, I don't necessarily, like, you know, back then too, we were jamming. They were kooky songs, and it was a fun. It was more of a fun hang. It wasn't like we were trying to get a record deal. And it's like, you know, yeah. we'd write ten songs, and one of them would be good. But we, it was just the process of, of the exercise totally. of writing. But I learned tons and tons and tons of stuff from him. The other biggest thing I learned from him was it's more about creating a vibe and creating, like for example, the Beatles. They didn't have tuners. They didn't have digital flip-flop move, let's line the kicks up with the bass. and yep. They didn't have any of that. And yet they still have the best-sounding records of all time. And the reason they do is because it was the emotion that they mm-hmm. captured to tape. Yep. That's what sold the songs. Yep. And I learned that from Alan. That was yep. a big thing I learned. It's like... Because again, I'm thinking all technical. This is schooling, and this have to, you know, the Poltex of the kick drum should be three dB higher than four K if you're going against yep. the. Nope, not necessarily true. Yep. It is important, and it is important to know that stuff. But it's more Absolutely. important to capture a performance and an emotion that makes you either want to cry or not cry. Yep. That to me is way. We got machines that can fix tuning, but we there's no machine in the world that can create emotion. Well, they're working. On, they're working on that. Of course, it's <laughs> hit the non-suck button. Oh, it yeah. sounds great. Yeah, it's a great plugin, by the way. Check it out. Not sponsored. Um, yeah, no, I 100% agree. And you know, the the biggest thing with any of that stuff is is like you said, you don't have to do those things. No, but you should know how to. I'm not. I I think that that's very valuable and mm-hmm. know how to use your gear and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's not the only way. Yep. And, and every time you have these learning opportunities, um, taking them as exactly that. Learning, sucking in as much of that knowledge as possible. Yep. You never know when you're either going to use it or never going to look at it again. Exactly. But having but that can. knowledge is so key. And you might have learned all that stuff. And, and I've been in tons of sessions where I'm sitting there going... Yeah, I'm never going to use this again. This is backwards from how I'm ever going to do something. Right. But I sucked in every piece of knowledge I could. Absolutely. I never sat there and went, well, this is dumb and just didn't pay attention. I learned everything I could, even if it was, yeah, I don't like that. I'm not going to do that myself. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. You know, but I learned it and I know it. And I, you know, frankly, that's partially why I like having a channel and a place to share some of this exactly. now. Exactly. But, but using those opportunities and those learning opportunities while you're being a good hang and just taking all that knowledge in absolutely is is key is key in, in how you're going to get anywhere and by showing that you are um enthusiastic about that yes is how people share more knowledge with you absolutely that's the biggest the you know when when you see somebody being going over the going doing whatever they are capable of mm-hmm. 
you then, I had that the biggest thing with interns. If they would make sure to be there on time, if they were reading the manual for the SSL, if they were whatever learning stuff and I could tell they were learning stuff, I would answer their questions in 10 times more detail and I would stay there for an hour after the session to help them mm-hmm. way faster than somebody who showed up and went, hey, can you teach me the SSL? Uh, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's right there. There's a book. It's a book. <laughs> Learn it. I read it. Yeah. It's not just a dry read. There's some jokes in there. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but like, if you show me you're, you're learning yourself, I'll help you. But if, yeah, if you want to help yourself, I will oh, be we'll more than you. happy to help you. But exactly. if you want me to do it for you, that's not going to happen. Exactly. And you know what? The older you get, <laughs> the less, yeah. the less that totally. happens. Oh yeah. And as an intern, that's the, the only way that I knew how to yeah. do anything and show I was keen was to make a good coffee. To show them. <laughs> Starts there. But, but Starts literally there. that is, and, and, you know, that's a, a funny example, but it's a true mm-hmm. example and a philosophy in it to sh- That's how I knew how to show. I was, I didn't know what anything was. I didn't, I wasn't in a position to hook up the mics, whatever. Yeah. I, that would be a bad idea, frankly, because then I would be looking a bit cocky. So what could I do that I knew I could do that I knew would be helpful that I knew would show I'm, I'm interested. interested and learning. I would get a coffee. I'd make a good coffee, get it right. And I would sit there and watch everything. And I mean, and that's exactly why you guys are like, okay, well, this guy's sticking around and he's paying attention. He's not on his yeah. phone the whole time. Hey, so, uh, yeah, the kick drum mic, we're, we're adding 60 Hertz. I don't know. What do we teach this kid? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, but yeah. that's how it starts. Yeah, exactly. So you got to put, yeah, you got to start somewhere, but you'll find all of these people will help you along the way. Yeah. And back to, to that networking thing. That's, that's the key yep. is it's one thing to know your craft and like you could be the next Eddie Van Halen, but if you don't know how to get out of your bedroom and get in front of people. Yeah. None of it matters. Well, if you have the best song in the world and you don't put it out. No one's going to hear it. No one's going to hear you it. You can't win a lottery if you don't buy a ticket. Exactly. There it's the go. same philosophy. Oh, absolutely. So that's absolutely. a key lesson, I think, um, for anybody breaking into the industry. It really all comes down to networking and being a good hang and being willing to learn. And I've talked about that aspect of things multiple times and it's because it's so instrumental and so important. And, you know, I, I went through it with Jay, Jay went through it back in the day. Technology has changed dramatically since all that. And yet, and there's more people than ever before. And yet we are agreeing (laughs) that that is the key fundamental thing, whether you're a producer, whether you're an engineer, whether you're a mixer, whether you're an artist, whether you want to be an agent, who knows? I don't know what, if you're in this creative field, I think that is the biggest thing. Uh, and, and I think that we got lo- lots of great examples and lots of, of little, um, little lessons in here for anybody doing that. So I hope that you guys got some, some insight out of this and learned some, some few things to take away and put into action. And they shouldn't be things you have to think about. They, they're just kind of things that you do and that, uh, become natural. If you're actually passionate and you're actually doing this, they just kind of fall into place and are natural. And I hope this kind of either reminded you that that is okay and you're doing the right thing or, 
or pushed you to 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 adapt some adopt adapt, some of those adopt some of them yeah. and 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 put it even even into more play you're doing the right thing in that case and if you're if you're not doing that yet do more of it and if you're working on breaking in you're that's exactly what you need to do mm-hmm. uh and that'll get you really far and um further than everybody else not doing it <laughs> yeah it's true <laughs> because there's a you'd be amazed at how many people aren't it's the icing on the cake would you rather have just a plain cake with no icing or do you want like chocolate creamy smooth icing on top of that cake that's the difference i bought the cake so technically the cake is what i bought but yeah i'll take some icing on it if i you put icing on it i'll and sprinkles i will pay an extra 10 bucks for it i would rather yeah and but that's the difference that's the knowledge that's the difference i will give you more knowledge yep there's and you've already said it like being being the keener doing the extras making sure their coffee was full or like never empty make sure that their water was good enough lights you need paper pen yep you just you you already had all that stuff together and again it's those little things you take five little things and combine them yep you become just a bigger better commodity totally and if and if people know that that's a thing and when you're networking with people remembering their names whatever it is that you can do to remember when you saw them last that's those a good things, point too yeah right it's the same kind of thing it's yeah. that's i mean frankly that's part of being a good hang yes you know people if i've seen you do it a million times at gigs where it's not just about the band it's also about the people in the audience and you go around you do your rounds you have to. You want them to come back? You want them to come back to see you with this band or the next one. And if people know that Jay always brings a crowd, regardless with what band, because they want to see Jay and say hi to Jay. Right. It becomes personal at that point. It does. And even just a quick, you know, hey, is it too loud? Or, you know, is it, hey, is there any particular songs you like? You got yeah. a request? Or what's your favorite genre? Exactly. What, just, it does. And you, you, you're at the table for... Two 20 minutes. seconds yeah. or two minutes like it, it's not it's not long i've only got a 20 minute break here people so yeah, let's so you, hurry this up <laughs> yeah but but you make jokes about it and they they understand and yeah. they're, they're honored that you came and said hi you make it personal you know it's the same same concept as you're in the the second third row of your favorite artist uh lady gaga whatever yeah. britney spears vince gill doesn't matter yeah and you're in the front row and you're just and you're watching everything going on and then all of a sudden for like Two seconds, Lady Gaga looks right at you. Just looks at you for a second. Yep. Now that that concert just became personal, hundred percent to you, and that's the same thing that I I like to do with with going in on the break and just chatting with people, just yep. because it now it's personal. Yeah. And chances are they'll want to come back because you included them yep. in their day. Yep. There's- and it takes two seconds. And, it's it, not and hard. it does do wonders. Yeah. It really does. I, I, uh, back way before, you know, I would go to your gigs and that would, you know, and I'd see it with other people. I'd see it with myself. Yeah. Tons of like my parents, they'll be like, we want to go see Jay. Cause Jay says, hi, there's tons of other artists that they see play, but they kind of, they do their thing and they walk off stage and go to the, you know, go bathroom break and eat in the other room and then come back and do their next set. And yeah. it's like, cool. Yeah. Great music. But, Okay. No personality. But every single time it's like, yeah, we'll go see Jay. Because there's a chance Jay will come say hi if he has a minute. If it's not busy. Yeah, busy. But, right? Yeah. Like, but you can see that either he's, you're making the effort, whatever it I'm is. I'm trying to get over there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But. It's it's so true. Okay. 
that's a good place to to, to stop. Rip. Finally, again. <laughs> Thank you, Jay, for being on the podcast again. Thank and, you. Uh, this was a great discussion, as always. Oh, I, I first always. of all I enjoy your company, and uh, and these are a lot of fun, of course, and they're and they're educational. There's a lot of good information I that think, yeah. comes out. Like you have great points, you know. You I've have got, great points. I'm just old. <laughs> Well, hey, <laughs> but it, but there's the experience. the experience. I've had more. I've had a lot of experience with that, yeah. you know. Yeah. But you have too, yeah. in different different ways. Different and that's ways. exactly. Yeah, it it meshes nicely, and I yeah. think I think that's good. So, great. Well, I can't wait to see you back on the podcast again soon. I'd love to. Well, Thank you. this will be a regular thing. I, I'm going <laughs> to rope them into that. So, <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast players, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And of course, check out all the other episodes or podcast notes or any links to anything uh, in this episode or anything else. I will put that in the show notes at anacreates.ca slash podcast. Just find this episode. And I will see you in the next one. Until then, always be creating. Oh,